Welcome to the Crystal to Join podcast, the only podcast that requires you to have level five archers. I am your host, Carl, and today with me I have clan mate, third time lucky. How's it going today, man? Yeah, pretty good. Still pissed off. I'm not a cool leader, but um, like, <laughs> apart from that, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good. Thanks. Uh, co-leader. That sounds like that's like a, a point with you. Why? Why do you want to be co? That's just like too much drama in your life. <laughs> I, I want to have the the power to kick um, clanmates who are, who don't attack. Um, oh. That that's my biggest um, pet hate. So that way, when you fail an attack, you can like rage boot somebody to make yourself feel better. Oh, that's exactly it. Um, <laughs> like when I fail on another town hall ten, you know someone's got to get the boot. <laughs> well, uh, whoever is below me. <laughs> Well, we picked a perfect day to start the podcast because today is update day. Um, like, just first impressions right off the bat. I'm, I'm most intrigued about these super troops. I wonder how much they're going to come into action in like things like Clan Wars. And I don't know if they're going to be available for like pro tournaments as well. I think that would be pretty interesting to have them incorporated. Oh yeah, for sure. I actually think that uh, the super troops are super under underrated, and I guess we'll see because uh, content's already like flowing out, like already. So the pod, so the updates live, like what maybe like a couple hours, and there's already like attacks with super troops for the. I guess these are the YouTubers that are getting the uh, developer build, and so they kind of, I, I guess, special treatment where they get everything yeah, early. They, they, they can see what's going on. They they they'll, they'll have their special treatment for sure. Yeah, so I actually think they're underrated. But what first caught me right off the bat was they brought back the waterfall. They have mm. like a little trail that like goes to your like clan badge, and so like the aesthetics changed right away. So that like really hit me. And then right, yeah, yeah. And then with like any update, they give you like there's like a whole bunch of events and deals. Um, is there any like the events that you like? I don't really do the events that much, and every once in a while I'll buy, mm. buy the deals because I'm a dirty gemmer. But um, <laughs> is there any of the deals um, that you uh, wanted, or and or the the events? Let's have a look. Um, so, as far as the events go, the town hall wrecking to builder potions is awesome. Highly rate the builder potions. I just seem to get so much done with them. Um, so the research potions have received a huge buff, right? Yeah, 24 hours now instead of 10. Yeah, 24 times. That's cool. Yeah, yeah obviously, I can't I can't upgrade, I can't use super troops yet. But um, yeah, those rewards look pretty cool. Um, yeah, the problem, so when they first were talking about it, they were saying that, you know, super troops will be available starting Town Hall 11, and then like, what was it, the Giant? The Giant's going to be only starting at 12, but they made it, to me, like maybe I'm like, didn't really get it. But to me, it seemed like that anybody could do these, that it was just going to be correlated to your level. But it's like end game content. Like you have to have max, you have to have the max troop to be able to get the max or to even unlock right, the. Yeah. So I thought it was like, okay, well, I don't have max wall breakers yet, but I want a super wall breaker. I can do that. Nope. I can only do the no, sneaky th- gobs or the barbs. I think they really set the tone with this update. With um, They haven't really um, added much content for the lower level town halls. There are a couple of things, like I think a DE drill can go up to 7 at town hall 9 now, mm-hmm. or something like that, or town hall 11, sorry, for level 7, I don't know, something like that. Um, yeah, they've updated a few things, but most of it has just been aimed at town hall 12, town hall 13, a little bit of 11. I guess a lot of bases are there now, they're going to target that for the, the majority player bases that is still playing, but to um, receive more updates for the lower town halls too. Yeah, I mean, it totally makes sense to add more in-game content to keep people interested. It's just like when you have that shiny new toy, everyone wants to play with it. And even though it's expensive, I wouldn't be surprised if other lower town halls wanted to try the super troops, you know? Yeah, I think that would be... Yeah, they added a, f- a fair few things. So, I mean, there are things on this list that... Yeah, it could the, be pretty nice. The walls and heroes, like alone, probably like appeases all the lower town halls because that's like number one on their wish list. But yeah, definitely. Which is like super awesome to them, and it already seems like there's like tons of hype for it. But I think that 
after people like get used to those new lower levels, they're going to be like, where's my super troops? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how much they're used in like CCs and stuff like that. Like, um, if they are really strong, then people are going to pay for them with DE. And especially since heroes cost a lot less, there's going to be more DE kicking around. So, Oh, yeah, for sure, that, which is awesome. That will go into the, the super troops. Oh, thank you for the freeze, man. <laughs> oh, <and> the, <laughs> Carl's just donating me in game right now. <laughs> the, uh, the new, speaking of that, the new request thing uh, for uh, donations, which everyone is mm. like already in love with, uh, I think mm. you've already proven the point that you're already ax- asking for Max right away. Yeah, I mean, it's great. It's great. It's great. Um, I, I do really like the update and how they've gone about it. They're, I've really thought about it in the past. Like, if somebody could set exact troops that they want an exact level above and above that they could choose, that's that's a great concept. And they've really carried it out well with giving you the option on whether or not to, to, to use that. Because sometimes you want, like, any troops or you're not really sure what you need. So you're just going to put a donation up, like a request up, you know, stuff like that. I think that what they've done is just the right way to go about it. Um, I had really like, thought about it in the past, like it would be cool, but what if someone changes their mind and then they like have to jam before a war attack or something like that? You know, it could totally mess with everything. But what they've done uh, messes up. It should it should be foolproof. Yeah, but they didn't change it for the the war request. It's just for like normal donations. Yeah, yeah. For the yeah, they haven't changed that. Um, um, I, I don't know how I feel about that, really. I don't think it's a priority nearly as much. Only if people are requesting for things that, like, for example, like lower war troops, like someone might have left a request up in the war, for example. Like if it's a, if it's a bunch of like Town Hall 8s or Town Hall 9s in the war, like, you know, it could, it could kind of mess with that. Yeah, so just if you don't have max troops available in your clan and you click the little max troop button. <laughs> yeah, then you're screwed, so... <laughs> You might end up with some archers if you're lucky. Um, uh, I think that was definitely an update. It feels more futuristic. The game feels a lot more futuristic with this update than it has with other updates in the past, I think. Yeah, it definitely is uh, giving you more of a, a vibe of that they're really trying to keep up. Because they also said that they're trying to do an update a quarter. So maybe a whole bunch of these little things that just makes common sense they'll start trickling out and then it will you know the uis will get better and uh be easier for them to do small balance changes you know that stuff like that yeah the profiles now are looking really clean as well with the heroes below you can see like the skins and stuff like that i really think that's a nice addition it just adds a bit more personalization to your profile so then what how i feel about these um how, how, how do you call them um like the the badges the logos for your clan your banner yeah oh man we you just are. want for level 20 clans or even 15 and above a more person Ugh. what would you change ours to um like if you had know. more options to personalize just like okay we've got ours is just a black like shield it's it's pretty boring but it's got some nice gold behind but if you could add like some like swords or like spears or something like that like down the side or whatever i think that would just make it look so much personalized i don't don't know it it would just it would just make it more unique than um than just any other clan banner yeah or uh maybe some stuff that you can like work towards to unlock as like a clan like basically like a clan event and then you can unlock different things or something like that to kind of keep that like team mentality oh that would be that would actually be a great idea carl you're 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 in the wrong job (laughs) supercell they gotta they gotta look into picking you up That would be nice. I, you could probably telework with uh, working for Supercell, huh? Speaking of like uh, end game content, Clan War leagues, all that Town Hall thirteen stuff. Uh, I guess I guess even less than Town Hall thirteen. What super troop do you think is the most underrated, and why? Ah oh, man, I think wall breakers could be pretty. Because I mean, the biggest problem with wall breakers is they just die before they can get to their target, right? And it doesn't really like when you've got all these like infernos scatters and stuff like that high town hall levels they're always going to be a problem for your wall breakers which are like nobody uses them they're just using like quake spells but with this i think you could maybe see a bit more of those super wall breakers up um up at the higher town halls for sure yeah the really fancy multiple layer wall break yeah normal people don't do that kind of thing yeah i mean uh, sneaky goblins i guess they could be cool 
but I don't see much benefit from them in wars and stuff like that. I mean, goblins never are usually a war troop. But have you heard you of know. the uh, the goblin hound bomb yet? Have you heard people talking <laughs> about that? That sounds ridiculous. So I can I, imagine what it is. <laughs> but uh, I thought I thought it was ridiculous too, and then I was like, uh, I need to go check this out because it just it it seemed like a meme, but then. Uh, Itsu actually was the one that was like talking about it, or at least he was the first one that like made it real public to go look at. So I went and watched his video. So first thing about Itsu, I love the guy to death. I actually think he's like pretty cool guy. But have you ever seen his thumbnails for his like videos? Do you know mm-hmm. the YouTuber I'm talking about? Yeah, I know him. I've seen a few of his videos. Yeah, but like his picture on his thumbnails is like the guy that you hired to go do like your middle school pictures. And he's like, tells you to do this really (laughs) funky pose. You know what I'm talking about? Oh dear. And then your mom puts like your sweatshirt on. Like I don't don't get me wrong. (laughs) I'm throwing a lot of shade right now, but I think he's an awesome clasher. I love his content, but like you got to do something about your thumbnails, man. It's just not working. Uh, All right. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to just look into this real quick. You got to go pull up like his videos and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, Oh god, it looks terrible. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, it's a yeah, right. Oh, like you got to. I, mean, I, I think he's go, he's going for he's going for this kind of like. I mean, you see, he's clearly a pretty chill guy. These are really cringy. <laughs> Just one with his like hands on his cheeks. Oh, I know that's the oh, worst no. one. So uh, oh. he talked about it's for like air attacks. So basically, you put mm-hmm. a hound in the blimp, and then you put a couple of you was it five super gobs to fill it up so you blimp into the town hall you dump the blimp the gobs get the town hall and the hound pops out just like a regular like lala or drag with like a hound tank or whatever so that actually sounds super awesome to me and i think that it would work super well but his point was that there's like a lot of counterplay to that so the sneaky gobs are invisible they'll eat the town hall kill it no problem especially with like five of them. But then if you put a yep. big bomb right next to it, it'll just kill the sneaky blob. So he actually liked that there was like counterplay to it, but it's a great point, except for now everyone's just going to put one of their big bombs by their town hall and like call it a day. You know what I mean? So yeah, I don't yeah. think it's actually going to work because they'll just play it safe and put a big bomb there. Yeah. Is there anything to like reveal the invisibility or does it always last like a certain amount of time? I think it's always that like five five seconds or something. I don't remember exactly, but yeah, there's there's like right. no uh, like. I would have thought like well, I guess like and uh, like tornadoes would still affect them and stuff like that though. So oh, yeah, that's a good point. Like that would really hold them up. So I'm sure they're strong, especially in like big numbers. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see how much they're used. I mean, this Clan War League might actually be the perfect time since we're still in like what Crystal Two or something. Yeah, that's our first demoted war from our last fiasco. Oh CW. my goodness, that was that was just heartbreaking. <laughs> At least we won oh. one of our clan war leagues last time. <laughs> um, that's, oh. not, that's not great, is it? <laughs> no, <laughs> we should at least get like half of them. I hope. Yeah, we'll, uh, I, we'll we'll see how big a difference um, dropping a league makes, like re- materialistically. I definitely think we should yeah. keep 30, even the lowers, because it's just worth the rewards for everybody, you know? Uh, it, it's great. People aren't even that low. Like, it's, I think we have enough to have like almost all Town Hall 10s and above, so depends on who can play, because we've had a few clanmates who you know, have been kind of struggling to play as much. Yeah, life struggle. The other uh, so. Super Troop that I think is, like, super underrated, and I think it's the one that people said was the worst, was the Super Giants. And, like, uh, just this morning already, like, all the content that came out, the Super Giants actually, A, chewed through walls way faster than I thought they were going to, even max walls. And then, B, because people are used to the healers, I think people are used to the healers on the heroes, and I get that you get into that big clump of troops and everything's healing and stuff like that, but you can't really see it super well, that I think they're Mm -hmm. underestimating the healing on non-heroes. And so... I think the whole HGHB, uh, even for higher town hall levels, will yeah, be work, yeah. like a real thing. Like I honestly do. So that's my uh, that's my hot take is that giants are the most underrated super troop this go around. Oh, that's a great point, actually. Yeah, HGHB. 
can be a very strong attack. And uh, I just watched, so far the only one that I really saw was there was like a, a judo sloth clash bashing matchup uh, mashup video that they each like basically partnered up with and they each did a video on each channel and one of them was like a town hall 13 hghb and it like worked surprisingly well like, i know they're just goofing around and trying it out it's not like you know a real like high level anti-3 yeah. piece or anything but it it definitely did what it was supposed to do yeah that's a, that's a really good point actually i do I, I do want to see like all of them in action um like how, how it's going to look in like a month's time like how people have developed like their attack strategies and stuff like that and are figuring new new stuff out because when there's this much content getting put into the game like i said before it's probably going to be pretty unbalanced going to be things which are just ridiculous strong and there's no way that um town hall 13 is even could could um could defend against it although they have added new um defense upgrades for um town hall 13 so that is probably going to make a considerable difference um so do you think the offense or defense went up more this update oh it's so hard to tell um i'd say offense though it, it like you know you're adding levels to to your to your defenses but um even with the 50 walls uh they, these super trips seem like they could really um completely change attacks yeah, so. obviously I agree with you. Yeah. And the Yeti nerf too. So people won't, uh, hopefully will be trying things new, not only with the new troops, but then also like their old standby getting a tiny little tick down. So one can hope. And yeah, I have near as many um, Yeti smashes anyway in our wars. <laughs> yeah. I So I've kind of noticed, so I, uh, I quit for a while, came back in December just so that, you know, give people a little frame of reference. And, like, I think that I've turned into kind of like a Clash snob because I super hate uh, Yeti Smash and P.E.K.K.A. Smash. Like, I guess I'll do it if the base goes for it, but I don't know. It just seems like when I'm watching the replays or whatever of that, it just, that's the time where I, like, go get something to drink and I'll come back after the Yeti Smash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's definitely more interesting and skillful attacks to perform than just Smashes. Um like they can yield results, especially like they're pretty consistent for two stars. But um, uh, see more of the um, more of your queen walks um, and then like your, your multiple stage attacks. You know they're very interesting. And also, if you're a good attacker, then before you've even attacked the base, you'll know you'll have three starred it. Um, if 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 you're using a skillful attack rather than just a spam attack, yeah. Happen, you, you know, you can, it just takes like one unlucky thing to happen. Like things go the wrong way. And then it's just it, it can it can easily happen. Yeah, and I and I like uh, I like having a little bit more drama to it. Like if they go for a like a three or nothing attack and the two is not yeah. guaranteed, it gives a little bit more yeah. excitement. <laughs> We're finishing on the town hall. <laughs> <laughs> We're going around the entire base first. Will yeah, the bomb are, kill your last troops on the town hall? Oh, that's always intense. Oh, speaking of that, so maybe we need to Google this, but uh, one of our clan mates just uh, won a war attack, got a three-star on a war attack, but basically he had like one archer in the corner, so let's just say he didn't have that archer, but basically he won with the E-drag lightning killing the last building. So is that a three? Let's say that the archer wasn't there. Would that E-drag lightning make a three-star or would he fail because he doesn't have any troops left? Um, it, it, it counts the um, lightning. Okay. Um, because it doesn't like recognize the troop as dead until the lightning's fit. It's the same with like like everything. Like if you start to use a lightning spell when all your troops are dead, like it will finish the lightning spell and then it will declare the war finished. Like uh, yeah. So. Oh yeah, that's right. That's true. But um, yeah, good good question though. Good question. Plus, it, it was, was like a, a super exciting attack. Clash, clash trivia. Yeah, clash trivia. Um, Not to be confused with trash civia, which is similar but different. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's not a thing, don't worry. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. Any uh, any other hot takes on this update, or are you just are we just waiting to see how it turns out here as people do FCs and all that kind of thing? Uh, not not so much. Not I, I'm I'm not too excited. Like I am excited about a few of the changes, um, but the, there's not much else really. Um, 
just walls being half, heroes being reduced as well. I'm so I'm so happy about that. <laughs> so happy they reduced the hero cost now that you're almost through those hero levels that they reduced. Oh, uh, I know. <laughs> yeah, uh, my king's got a ways to go, but yeah, Queenie's pretty much done. Um, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> wait, did they, I wonder if they reduced the cost? Hang on, let me check. Let me check. They they kept the hammer of heroes at the same cost in the league shop. Um, um, which okay. is a bit strange. Hmm. They've halved the price of DE, or not, maybe not half. they've reduced the price of DE. But the hammers yeah, were but still the, the same, hammer, you said? Hero? Yeah. Pardon? The hammers were still the same, you said? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit surprised about that. Yeah, maybe they've they're... Even, they've changed the, the cost and, like, you know how you can buy your research potions for, like, 70 a pop in the daily deals? <laughs> they're now, like, 120 because they've been... Given a 2.4 times boost, so you're, there's more more value for money. It's just, I mean, the the research potions were kind of bad, though. Like they were good, but they didn't give nearly enough uh, boost for like the lab. Yeah, I'm surprised about the hero hammers not being uh, reduced. They're probably thinking that uh, all those chumps trying to get their, you know, heroes in the 50s and 60s still have to pay full price. They're like, it's worth it. Mm. I guess when you're at that, when it's uh, resources and time, I guess that that they're figured that that's what it was for, or maybe just to get people up higher so they feel like they're not having to, you know, grind so hard that like your first year you feel like you're kind of out of it until you get to the, you know, tens and elevens and twelves and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, my queen. I I, mean, I, I kind of slipped into this war. My queen's just about thirty six. And King going into 28, and I've got a few things in give me a little boost. So yeah, I, I have a ways to go until I'm off in the 50s, but um, yeah, just a little bit I'm upset at that hero hammer. That's going to be my biggest negative from this update. You want more reductions? <laughs> yeah, man. Everything should be free. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Everyone maxed. Uh, that's what I want. All right. So that's, uh, I guess we'll see how the update goes. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be tons of stuff coming out. And uh, especially now that it comes out, like the start of the weekday, I think that uh, the weekend is with all the, the wars getting streamed and stuff like that. The weekend, we'll see what people came up with as they test during the week. So that should be, should be interesting yeah. viewing next weekend. All right, so uh, I know you're not a huge fan of Clash Esports, but did you get a chance at least to browse the ESL uh, Season 4 final? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of see what's going on. I don't really know what's going on, but um, I, I'll be your ears if you want to If you want to talk about it. You can, you can tell me all about it and tell everyone listening as well. Gotcha. So uh, the reason why we're talking about it is because there's like tons of like great wars going on and a lot of Clash Esports but it was like promoted like formally on the you know like right in game you can click the click the video and had sponsorships the full works things that you're used to for like current esports and it was like honestly like one of the best matches i've ever seen even though the outcome didn't really reflect it so it was uh the final for season four it was zombie doom versus tribe and pretty much apparently everybody knows tribe because they're like the biggest name they're like the what like what's a good uh like the new york yankees or the manchester united of clash i would say wouldn't you agree yeah so uh and our boy itsu is on there obviously maybe he was not wearing his sweatshirt at the time but um well itsu is on tribe <laughs> uh so anyway so uh the announcers, so they got two YouTubers as basically the the color commentary, and then this guy named Inverium or Invernum as the play by play. And so I remember you telling me that you hated the people that uh, really like played like enhanced the drama, like made like a big deal. Is that right, or am I misquoting you on that? No, you're t you're totally right. Like when when something maybe wrong happens during the attack. And, I mean, it's just a minor slip-up. It probably wouldn't affect the outcome too much. 
and then the commentator just is all over it. Like that's the only thing they will talk about for like the rest of the attack, and <laughs> even after that, that's what that's what annoys me the most. Yeah. So this um, this play by play guy like totally reminded me of exactly what you were saying. So he like first of all he tried to get on the, like the pre match chatter. He tried to get one of the zombie doom guys to talk trash the tribe, and he didn't fall for it. <laughs> so he tries to do that. And then they announced the color commentary, and one of them is Carbon Finn, who's actually in Tribe. Like he's like a, actually like on their website as like part of the Tribe team for creating content. So I was like, eh, is that totally kosher? But uh, he did a good job, and I think he stayed fairly neutral in it. But it just seemed odd that they had uh, somebody uh, on the cast that was part of one of the teams competing. And then Echo was the other play-by-play, uh, by, play by play, or sorry, color commentator. So match one uh, was, like, really, really good. It was tribe one, match one, 13 to 12. Uh, both equal percentages at 95, but there's two 99% by uh, Zombie Doom, which kind of cost them, I mean... Uh, the attacks were like super great too. Like, like there was pretty diverse, the, diverse attacks across the board. You're not going to see five Yeti smashes, smashes per team. And it was a two out of three series, and it went to match two. Uh, and they they flipped who was commentating. So Carbon did the commentating on match one, and then uh, at the end they brought in Echo to kind of give like a recap, and then they switched roles. So then Echo did the color with. Uh, Carbon coming in at the end to talk about, like, to, like, recap one of the attacks. And so then match two was, like, basically equally as close. Tribe barely won on percentage with, like, a final attack on the triple. Uh, so it was... So basically, uh, Tribe tribe won 2-0, but it seemed way closer than it was. And, in fact, I could have easily seen uh, Zombie Doom winning. So... Um, it was a, uh, it was like a pretty good showcase too. Like I would recommend like going and watching it, but just like skipping, like past all the like the junk. Like the first, like it was like a two hour video if you watch the full one. But like if you actually skip past the the filler stuff or like the dead space, um, and went straight to like the action and a little bit of the commentary, it was it'll probably take you I don't know maybe less than an hour. And it was the attacks were great. It was worth it. Nice. It's always nice to see like what what's going on at the top of um, top of the world in, in in Clash, like how people are attacking and what they're what they're using. Um, I mean, there's there's rarely any like you know spam attacks and stuff like that, so it's always interesting. And the base layouts as well uh, can can give you some uh, some clues as to how to build um, a stronger base. So yeah, it's always nice to kind of check in with that stuff i really want to pay more attention to it i haven't spent a lot of time on it in the past so yeah definitely something i will i will look at uh, going forwards and i'm sure that uh the bases that didn't get tripled immediately got copied and put up as people's war bases <laughs> oh yeah yeah uh, i'm sure that happens but it was uh it was pretty interesting that there was like everything like ground air. There was a lot more air than people probably would have guessed and including like a lot of bats, which everyone says is not super viable at 13, but there was, was some bats. And so it just kind of shows like base identification and then like breaking down the phases of your attack that kind of anything, any like normal war, war troop in combinations will, will work if you identify the base and like, you know, locate locate where your key weaknesses are for that kind of strat so like if you get the splash down or get the splash tank that bats will work just as well in 13 as they will other town hall levels you know so mm. yeah for sure you just got to be um a little bit smarter than whoever you're defend um whoever's trying to defend their base right yeah be ahead of the game yeah. so it was uh i thought it was worth it it's a uh, uh, we'll see what season five has to offer, and I'm sure as the Clash esports continues, they'll they'll build like rivalries and stuff. But like honestly, Clash is pretty pretty friendly compared to a lot of other esports. Is uh, as yeah, they get super toxic on other esports. But I think a big part of that is 
you can message and talk to people on other teams uh, during like you know your your usual games, but um, if you're in a war, you can't message the other teams. Like you, you can't you know be slating the other teams' attacks and stuff like that. Um, so that, that's probably a big part of it, you know. Yeah, that's true. It, purposely putting those filters and blocks in so you can't do that kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. That wasn't something they, they just left out. That was something they thought about and realized what they had to do with it. Because, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it is a mobile game that a lot of kids are going to play and do play. So, you know, you don't, you don't want to have people, you know, being totally toxic and all that and having to, like, um, always look into, like, banning profiles and muting profiles and stuff like that. It lowers their workload uh, just as much as it. Um, enhances our you know time playing the game yeah they didn't even like world chat for Pete's sakes and I thought that was pretty PG-13 compared to a lot of stuff so (laughs) for sure all right okay so uh, moving on let's talk a little bit about what's going on with our clan and I think the big thing I want to talk about is that we finally learned how to not leave bases unhit to lose the war for us which is super helpful <laughs> yeah I mean it always sucks when you have some real real top performers on the team doing really well every war and sometimes not getting the bonuses that they deserve because people just either aren't showing up or aren't changing their attack strategies um, and, you know, resulting in one-star, two-star affairs on Town Hall 9s and Town Hall 8s and stuff like that. It really ruins the war for everyone when stuff like that happens. And obviously the worst thing is when people just don't attack at all despite, you know, being uh, meant to be being part of it in the first place. You know, it, it really frustrates a lot of the members, and I'm sure that goes without saying for like most other clans as well. When when they are war clans, um, at the end of the day, like you know, everyone wants to grow, but if it's a war clan, then you have to be you know careful with opting in and out and stuff like that. Even when people are online saying who should I attack and then don't attack, that's that's pretty <laughs> yeah, they tilting. Just don't re- yeah. They just don't realize when the war is ending, and it's like, uh, <laughs> it's so brutal. It's so brutal. Yeah, and well, I think sometimes too that people are uh, like not realizing that if you're like even a middle account or even like top, like barely in the top third, like it's okay just to go ahead and attack. Like you don't need to wait on something. Like if you have to hit now, just hit already. But yeah, exactly. Um, when 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 bases are hanging low, especially like people should just smash them as soon as they can you know it gives information to you know your clan mates and stuff like that um when um like as early as possible so they can train troops for their own attacks for maybe the higher bases uh i personally like to get my attacks in pretty early um i'm a, I'm a town hall 10 like one of the well i guess there's there's only a few town hall 10s participating right now but I like to get in pretty early, just like like at least three star one of their town hall tens, so I can, so I, I, there's a bit a bit of pressure off everyone, um, and it also saves me from having to clean. <laughs> yeah, that sucks when you have to dip like that. Yeah. Plus, if you attack early, you get like your choice of bases. So if you have like multiple options, then you know you can pick a base that like fits your strat, or you can you yeah, know definitely choose that's ground a big air. thing. That's a big thing. Yeah, I'm actually really impressed with um, some of our attackers at Town Hall 9 at, at the moment. They're pretty consistent. And fortunately, uh, the leader, Buck, he has like two Town Hall 10 accounts, a low Town Hall 10 and a max Town Hall 10. And he can clean, obviously, any Town Hall 9. Um, so, like, you know, every, everything is kind of taken care of below... Um, at the moment, anyway, yeah. The Eleven, sorry, Town Hall Nine seem like they they know what they're doing for the most part. Really helps out the the higher Town Halls, who are um, having to deal with much tougher bases. Yeah. So let's see here. So this is our last. We're doing our last Clan War now before Clan War League, and like we were saying, that we're hoping that our matchups will be better because we got absolutely crushed last Clan War League, and yeah. then after that. 
after that, we usually try to do like a everybody in all in war. But like, as you were saying earlier in the podcast, there's like tons of like life struggles going on right now. So we probably end up won't, uh, you know, be doing the doing the all in war. But those are fun. I have a feeling I have a feeling we're going to have one this time. Oh, yeah. I think I've seen almost everyone active. Oh, okay. Um, so hopefully that follows through. I don't know. I don't know. But it seems like there's a few players who haven't been playing who are who have started again. So that would be really nice. That would be to, a great surprise. To have an all-in-war. Yeah. Follow, following what's going to be another uh, probably disastrous Clan War League run. <laughs> uh, since we climbed to like Crystal with 15 members and then opened it up to 30 um people like me are allowed in so um we get destroyed uh (laughs) (laughs) but uh i think that we're gonna get i think this clan war league we will go like we'll go uh 50 50 i think we'll win as many as we lose or right around there like three to four four to three something like that Mm, that would be nice yeah and not get relegated Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not going to say anything yet. <laughs> okay. So you uh, already mentioned it a little bit uh, about what's going on with your base, but what other like what other stuff are you upgrading now and kind of what's your plan the next week or so? And what so, just got the one account on Town Hall 10, right? Yeah. Um so I was a 9.5, so I had Town Hall 10, but um no new defenses and currently i'm uh i recently placed them um and my both of my infernos are going to max and the expo is going to three so one more level after that and that will be maxed as well at tunnel 10 and i'm also upgrading the heroes um i left the king behind a bit because um i, I don't know whenever i had the chance i would upgrade the queen and then the king was just kind of left there chilling he was my main DE farmer. So, but yeah, the, the, the pair of them are going up. Um, Queen seemed to be maxed, and then the king won't be far behind. I'm sure I'll, I'll, I'll get that sorted out. Um, other than that, I'm basically a maxed on Hall 10. It took me three months um, from the maxed on Hall 9. Um, I had a lot of like builder potions and stuff like that, and I have been buying the gold pass which helps ridiculously um but other than that i don't really buy any special offers and stuff like that um i don't think they're really worth it for well for my budget anyway so mm-hmm. uh yeah it's mainly just a case of um spending some of my tokens on builder potions instead of hero hammers and then grinding farming um like I'll try and farm a lot because I mean buying resources is just just with with gems is just ridiculous. So yeah, it's way too yeah. expensive. Uh, fortunately, at the moment there's a lot of dead bases as well around. Like between silver one and crystal three is probably the best place to find mad dead bases with stupid loot. So yeah, I've been hitting them mostly. Other than that, yeah, I got some traps to do, some walls to do, heroes, uh, new defenses, and then I'm finished. Um, I'll go to Town Hall 11 probably within uh, one month. And that's just about everything, really. Um, just looking forward to uh, some, some more Clan Wars when heroes are maxed. Oh, yeah, that's the best. Gotta have them max heroes. Yeah. So uh, I have an 8 and a 12. My 12 is one week or some gems away from being 10 all 13. Uh, and the reason why I'm, I'm going up, so I'm like, I would say that I am rushed, but only defensively, even though I'm like trying to upgrade as fast as I can because I gem all my hero time. And uh, uh-huh. uh so I'm go basically I have no defense that is higher than like a town hall eleven level defense, even though I got my third inferno and stuff like that. But I figured I'd just keep grinding 
grind in heroes and then upgrade the defenses as I go. And then my uh, Town Hall 8 is, like, I haven't spent a ton of time farming it, but uh, recently I've been thinking about, uh, and I know this is putting this is pretty, putting a pretty big uh, promise out there, but I was watching, uh, going back to talking about one of the commentators from the ESL League. What was his name? The Oh, Echo. So Echo had, like, some video that was... Uh, talking about uh, like some Town Hall 9 base that was like un-three-starable, some more. And I know that he's just like making content and he probably doesn't even think the base is that great. But he was talking about uh, not being able to three-star and it took like four attempts or whatever. So it like really got me wanting to like grind out my eight to nine just to see if nine is actually that hard because I think it's super easy. But I'm sure that I'll eat my words. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, three-starring nines. With a max Town Hall 9 is easy. Um, when you have a queen level 30, and it's just ridiculous how much she can get done um, against a Town Hall 9 base. Like, yeah, max your healers, max your queen. She's just going to be taking out 30% of the base herself. Um, that's that, that's probably the biggest thing, getting, getting that queen to max yeah. at Town Hall 9. Um, yeah. I'm sure there's some tricky layouts that won't really be possible to queen walk um but then there's always alternatives that the base will be weak to yeah uh definitely stronger bases than others but come on (laughs) (laughs) nothing's three starable and uh and and yeah like i want to preface that i know that he was just putting out a video because that's probably his full-time job now but it was like people were having like super high hit rates pre-poison spell pre like all these super high level like troops that you can get like level 10 hogs like i probably like level six was the highest back then like pre-poison and people were still like tripling all the time now we have all these fancy toys and it's just i think it's too easy but yeah the max trips just make it kind of ridiculous um i think i I really enjoyed taking like an e-drag with me and doing um like a, a queen walk um, Lalo with an E-Drag in the CC. That was just broken because the E-Drag would literally take out like 20 structures on one side of the base. The Queen would take out 20 other structures on the other side and then the balloons would just rip through the middle of it. So, you know, there, there's not much really that, that can be done against it. Like the Archer Towers tickle the max E-Drag. Like barely take any health off it. And when he's finished, he goes down and then there's a lightning skill, spell kills like a spell factory or something like that. <laughs> so apparently that's balanced. Um, you know? Yeah. That's funny. Anyway, so I got an eight that, like, I don't farm much, but I got, like, level three drags and a level ten king for war. And, and then... Uh, the question is, like, why are you not maxing these walls on the eight? Um, <laughs> like, okay, let me point out. He's got a town hall eight. All right, here we go. We've got some level six air defenses, maxed king... Uh, maxed cannons and arch tower you know max you have like higher level collectors on this account than you do your main account for some reason <laughs> and then he's got <laughs> level two walls like and it's like a lot of level two walls and the highest level is level four your, your highest level wall is level four and like explain yourself frankly uh, it was a 300 iq play because i totally knew they were going to lower the price of walls is the reason why i don't know okay okay right <laughs> i i mean okay uh, we got some work to do on this, on this bit. No, right, just, they're, all, all of it's bad even people on my main are making fun of my walls and i have like here let me see uh, I get it that they're not like even close to max, but if you like actually see, they're not like embarrassing. So I have 190 of the white ones. So I only have what 110 walls left. That's not too bad. I mean, it's not I mean, horrible. You got a lot of level 11s here. Yeah. And there's one or two level 10 walls. What's are you keeping them for like a special occasion or something? Like, just get them upgraded, man. They cost pennies. Uh, yeah, well, when I'm like trying to run things low, I just wanted something that was in between. That if I had just enough left that I could do one of the level 10 walls, vice and 11. That yeah, was okay, my thinking. Yes, you're trying to be efficient. I get yeah. you. But yeah, well, your efficiency is costing you 
stars on your base, man. People are people are getting three stars on you because that level ten wall is not good. I'm telling you right now. Well, I I uh, I should get close because as soon as I go to thirteen and I like farm like a madman for that champ, I should have plenty of gold to sink into those. Rooms. All right. So hopefully, hopefully it will not be embarrassing soon. Gotcha, gotcha. Wait, have you got sleeping builders, or do they always just sleep? Oh, they always sleep in war, I think. Yeah, I think so. I was about to get really mad. You call yourself a a clash snob, and you can't even get your builders going. That's true. Unbelievable. Well, I am, like, just buying the spring special away from going to Town Hall 13 today, so we'll see what happens. Uh, spring, spring special, four to eight ninety nine, uh for me. It'll be a little bit more for you. Um, 500,000 DE. That is generous. Um, that's a lot of That's DE. a couple of hero levels for you. Yeah. Yeah, I've been two thinking about it. Two books of building, a book of everything, a book of spells, builder potions, resource potions. God, that is stacked. Yeah, I've been thinking about getting the spring and then the everything gold, which is a book everything and six million gold I, I mean the book of everything is just a book of heroes for me for five it's five us bucks which is a deal so i'll for sure get that one and i don't know we'll see oh they're riffing us off because um it's five pounds for me as well but the pounds are worth more yeah unbelievable yes i'm gonna change i'm gonna change my currency to us dollars on this game so i can don't have to pay as much money boom there you go <laughs> yeah uh, okay. Also, I keep forgetting that I've got a <laughs> I've placed all my defenses except a brand new bomb tower. Um, I've just been kind of shrugging it off, like, yeah, I'll get this at some point, but that needs to go up like four levels. So, oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bomb towers are they definitely. Uh, it's nice having basically like an ex like let alone the damage they do, but like an extra big bomb for a big clump of troops is really nice. Yeah, definitely. I hate like pl playing into them because I use obviously I use witches a lot. Mm -hmm. and they just destroy the skeletons, and then there's always like an expo that suddenly locks onto like all of your witches, and you, they all just die. It's great. <laughs> oh. Oh, the frustrations. Okay, uh, let's do let's do any shoutouts before we move to uh, podcast after dark. This is this, so this after this will be the end of the clash content, and then if you want to quit the podcast, go for it. Uh, TTL and I will talk for another like ten minutes about non-clash stuff afterwards. So what what shout outs you got for uh, either somebody in the clan or somebody in the the media or creator world? All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone in our clan for sure. Uh, it's called um, Buckshot MC. Um, he's our leader and is is just the most savage person i've met in my life um like his boots they, they, they've got steel toe caps anyway he's done a lot of booting in his life um and i'm also uh, trying to trying to you know maybe, maybe he'll promote me one day like you know i'm just trying to trying to get on his good side a little bit um but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. The over under. Maybe I can kick Carl. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> if you miss a war attack, promoted. The over under of him listening to the podcast, either promoting or demoting. Like, which way is he going to go? <laughs> yeah, we, know, we have no idea at this point. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, just 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 big buck uh, today. Yeah, that's all I got. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I'm going to shout out uh, uh, Itsu, my boy. Uh, you got to do something about your thumbnails. Otherwise, you're awesome content creator and I think one of the, the best strategists slash people that kind of explain the content. So uh, shout out to you. And shout out to uh, Solum in our clan because when I restarted Clash... He was like a max 11 and I was like the old max 11, which was like 45 heroes, uh, king, queen and that kind of thing. And so when I saw his base, he gave me, you know, that little bit of kick in the ass to like get up to him. So 
Uh, he probably doesn't realize it, but he was one of the main reasons why I farmed so much at the beginning when I restarted. So. Nice. So he's provided motivation for you to, he has. to get yourself back yeah. in gear. He has. And well, I'm, I'm not going to let you away with it. You've got a lot of things to upgrade. I, mean, <laughs> I could go all day about your base. Like, all freaking day. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I got some stuff to work on, but... You do, you do. Like, your level 12 gold mines. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Uh, Well, you'll be lucky to hear that uh, for the next, like, month, all I care about is my royal champ, and the rest will just come as it comes. But we'll see. Anyways, okay, so uh, that does it for the Clash content, and after you finish the outro song, uh, stick around for an extra couple minutes where we talk about non-Clash stuff. All right, bye. All right, so Clash content gone. Let's talk about what else is going on in our lives or the world. So the first thing I want to talk about, like the hot thing, let's talk about the corona. So how is it? How has it like changed up your life recently? Not only like in real life, but like playing video games and stuff. So I was um, studying in the city. Um, I'm studying accounting, but now um, I basically got the big boot out of there. I've uh, come home. And I'm back to my farm. Uh, so I, I work outside on the farm a little bit whilst keeping up with my studies, which are now like online, uh, which is quite good. Like in a clash aspect, like I, I can I can basically attack whenever I want, so that's helpful. Um, I've been pretty good with like staying in that good routine of like sleeping and stuff. So you know, it hasn't affected me too much. Um, but yeah, I did have to move out the city. Uh, to to study at home, unfortunately, uh, we're like in full lockdown here in the UK. So yeah, gotcha. Uh, so I'm in the US, and we are just doing all the normal stuff that the rest of the world is. So for me, I live, I work like a regular nine to five, basically job, um, and so. We moved everyone to teleworking that we can, and then the few of us that uh, still going in to hold down the fort uh, switched up shifts. So I got moved to the back shift for social distancing. So I'm working swings right now, which means uh, I have to know who else is online for like war attacks in the morning, because usually I'm like a USA time evening war attacker. So I have to see who's in line, uh, who's online, and or like message people on discord who are like at their job to like pop on and donate troops and stuff. So that's been the big change. And, uh, as well as just like, there's just nobody, everyone definitely is like locking down and keeping it in their house. Cause it pretty much feels like a really early weekend morning. Every time that I like drive to and from work, like traffic and people out and about is very ghost townish. So yeah, definitely has been a big change. Um, I'm uh, here in the UK. Um, you're only only allowed one person from your household to like go and um, get some food and stuff like that. Um, so I am basically having to stay uh, at home on the farm. And in my case, it's a really lucky one that um, I have the farm. Whereas if I was in like the city. Um, living with my, with my family, like we would literally be stuck in our house all day, um, and people might be like working from home and stuff like that. But you know, you wouldn't be able to go outside other than like once. I think you're allowed once a day for like thirty minutes, so it's it it's really tough for uh, for families in this city. And they've just announced it could last like we may not be back to normal fully for like another six months. Which means oh. lockdown could last like two or three months potentially, which is a bit scary. But yeah, um, hopefully things kind of, you know, I, the whole thing is pretty um, just tough on everyone, uh, and I hope like everyone gets get gets through it um, the best they can. Like you know, if you do catch the virus, hopefully people are able to kind of get over it um, and don't have any like you know, real problems happening from it. Because I've heard some stories already of people that I know 
um, mm-hmm. where it's like really affected their lives. Like if somebody near them gets infected with it, you know, it, it changes the whole atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's it's really um, really tough for some people. So. Yeah, for sure. So we wish everyone the best out there. Stay safe. Uh, try to try to do the best you can for all the all the things that your government says for keeping at home, trying not to spread it. And then the more we do that, the faster it'll be over, and then life will go back to normal, which is I think what everybody wants at this point. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so enough doom and gloom. We have to talk about a very important uh, problem in Carl's life. So uh, it wouldn't be a first podcast if I didn't complain about my cars. So apparently every time that I start a new podcast, I have to complain about my cars. So (laughs) I can't. So obviously I'm not buying a car anytime soon with the the Coronas. But I like honestly can't decide on blue or black. And I was like a really anti-black color or yeah, anti-black color car guy for like a long time, but I'm like starting to warm up to it again. So I have, and this is for like just a fun car where you're just like driving for fun. This isn't, I'm keeping my commuter. My commuter will keep racking up miles. This is just for like the weekend to go tool around in the back roads and over track days. So anyways, so trying to decide on blue or black so if you want if anyone listening to the podcast wants to send uh what their vote is i have uh, a gmail that i set up it's uh, ctjpodcast at gmail.com email me tell me what you tell me what you want or what you think and then i'll try to set up the rest of the the media stuff later but uh, what what would your vote be, uh, TTL, blue or black? Oh, man, oh, that's a tough one. I think I would have to go for black because um, the, there's something about black LDs that I'm just attracted to. I don't know what it is, but uh, yeah, that's the case for me. So I, I'm, I'm voting for black. Okay, black. Awesome. All right. Anything else you want to talk about non-class related? Um, so the car I have is a really cool one. It's a Volkswagen Polo. Um, obviously other car models are available, but yeah, this is the one I want to give a shout out to in particular. <laughs> it's a great car. Great. I mean, there's no reason to buy anything but Volkswagen Polo, honestly. Yeah, man. The thing could do everything. You can drive to the shops. You can drive to the park. Um, you can drive along the road. Um, it does everything. I'm telling you. Um, yeah, plenty, plenty of space in it. Yeah, it sounds like it needs a nerf. Volkswagen Polo needs a nerf. It's too OP. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, this patch is really strong. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I don't really know too much about cars to be honest. Um, but yeah, I, I am striving for in the distant future an Audi that is off off the the black color. Actually, I was informed that black isn't a color, so we're, we're, just just so we're clear, we're, we're, I don't care. Um, Wait, black isn't a color? It's the absence of yeah. color? I'm sure some like art teacher told me once that black isn't a color. Hmm. And from then on, all I did was hate that art teacher. Like, come <laughs> on, who, who really cares? It is, come on, it's like, what what is a color? A color is a thing that you can see and changes, you know, the color of it, right? And black yeah. is one of those things that it can be so yeah to me it's a color maybe not scientifically but i mean uh, i mean i could really go off of one here but i'm not gonna <laughs> i'm just gonna i'm gonna stop there i'm gonna stop there you can you can you can think and say what you like about it but i'm, I'm claiming black as a color either way. It, like it sounds like your art teacher is one of those people that when you talk to and you're like done with your thought they're like actually and then goes on to something. Kind of like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they like they like try and correct you, and you're just like, but it's an opinion. Like you can't correct an opinion on something, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's uh, it's like so funny because uh, that you say that because there's like one podcast I listen to, and when they like want to make a point, but they don't want you to like rebut it or like throw any holes in it, they'll say objectively before it which will automatically give it like immunity to any argument so they'll yeah, be like okay this you know the whatever like the color black is the best color like instead of saying that they'll say 
objectively, like that gives it immunity to opinion, which is weird. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> so that's like my pet peeve is people saying that. People can poke holes all they like, but I mean, it's their own time they're wasting because I'm not going to really um, give a toots about it, to be honest. I mean, he's going he's, he's gonna to say stuff. I mean, come on. I'm always right anyway. So it's <laughs> <laughs> I've had so many arguments with like Buck in the past yeah. uh, about about things that clash related, and then we always just end up disagreeing and <laughs> believing that we're both right. It's hilarious. Objectively, um, TTL is always right, so you can't argue yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Ah, you see, that's a great point you made there, Carl. Hundred percent backed up with immunity. <laughs> oh, Nothing shit. can even touch. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs>